Zillman Fusion. Beginning in five, four, three, two, one. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's Geek Stuff, TNG. Who? The longest-running geek-related podcast out there, Geek Stuff TNG. Allegedly. Allegedly. But uh, also, really. Who the hell are you? I'm Peter, by the way. Doctor Strange. Oh, you're using your made-up names. Um, I'm Spider-Man, then. I am the Senate. I am the Sandwich. I can handle things! I'm smart! Not like everybody says! They don't know what it's like running a sandwich shop. You know, it takes a village to run uh, the sandwich shop. Look at that. He's making me cry. I'm Groot. I am Batman. I am West Coast Scott. Great Scott! Oh, actually, he's the boss. I just pay for everything and design everything and make everyone look cooler. I am Big Kev. Who the hell knows why talent does what they do? That's why they're talent. Me and Scott. Yeah. yeah, the real talent on the show. Oh boy, as I like to say you're gonna need a bigger potion. I have a very long history with those characters. Scott will remember this, but Sandwich won't because he was four. I understood that reference. I am Optimus Prime. Why did you say that name? Punch it. Nuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey. And some mistletoe help to make the season bright. Well, welcome back to another f- exciting episode of Geek Stuff TNG. Kev's playing video games. I think Sandwich must be eating or something. I don't know. Um, let's just I'm jump in. Attention. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, look. There you are. There you are on screen. I ate already. I, I... Is that why you were <laughs> 10 minutes late? Because you ate? Yes. Probably. Probably. Well, I also I, I had to get packages for my friend. Um, oh, 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 oh. Are we keeping count? You gotta do what? Are we going to keep count from New York Comic Con to New York Comic Con and see how many packages there are? Oh, oh yeah. Went. You went? Oh, that's good of you. Thank you for doing that. Yes. That's why I called you. I want to ask about something. Yeah, we said we, gonna, we said we were going to do that. Well, I don't. So the thing that the problem is there's a dead month from two months from october to like mid-november no it's from when it's from when no it's from when i leave until i come back and pick up that's when it's still i'm saying it's not a true comic-con to comic-con experience because the amount of packages all right right. yeah that's true it's not true comic-con comic-con was there a massive wave of influx right after comic-con while he was it could have been three it could have been 500 we don't know because i wasn't there he goes he goes to the uh 
And the guy who orders these things doesn't know how many things he orders. So, right. you know, you got to fight him on an exact number of how many things were at the unit at certain times. Jeez. Well, hey, if you want to comment on how many packages may go to the, I don't know, what was it, the post office box place? What do you call the place? UPS. <laughs> where, where, how many packages may go to the show post office box? You can call the GVM line. 201-730-2547. You can send us an email if you'd like. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. But most importantly, make sure you're following the uh, show on the social medias, right? Facebooks, Twitters, and Instagrams, threads and X, whatever. Um, we don't have a blue sky yet. Maybe we should get one of those. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, a blue sky? That's a, that's another one. There's Telegram. There's a bunch of different new social medias. Are we on Telegram? No, we're not on Telegram. We're not on blue sky. Um, I've been saying we should look into Reddit. We don't have a show Reddit. You want to make the show Reddit? Be the should you be it? Do it. Be sure. the moderator That's for the show Reddit. Part. And then I'm going to get on I there and I'm going to say, how come there's no sandwich shops? That's that's going to be my, uh, I mean, you know, we got the show Discord. That's like a show Reddit. Uh, you know, if you support the show on Patreon for a dollar a month, you get access to the Discord. For $3 a month, you get the show, the early bird special, as soon as we're done recording it. $5 a month, it's the bonus round, where at some point, the sandwich is going to talk about Shogun on a sandwich shop. The new Shogun. The new Shogun or the old Shogun, any Shogun. Uh, and then at $10 a month, you get to watch the show live and direct uh, on the Instagram Lives. Oh, I forgot to mention in the uh, $5 tier, you get vintage episodes of Big Kev's Geek Stuff. We're in the neighborhood of episode 166 right now. Kev's playing Fortnite, so that's where we're I'm, at. I'm not anymore. No. All right. Kev's out. I've returned to the lobby. Okay. Oh, now, now we have Kev's undivided attention. Why am I still hearing stuff? Go ahead, just go. I'm working on working on. Just go, just go. go. I was waiting for you for ten minutes. Yeah. Geek stuff. What's in the news? I don't know. Are you ready for the Barry Manilow Christmas special on NBC? It sounds good. Yeah. Who what? isn't? Does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? What's the next line, Sandwich? You can find out the answer to that one next week. Next Saturday. Next Saturday. It's close. It was very close. It was very close. What movie, Sandwich? I don't know. It's The Breakfast Club, dude. Don't make fun of him for not knowing movies because he's sensitive. (laughs) I didn't know the Barry Manilow line is from Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. All right. I like The Breakfast Club. I don't know the lot, every line in it. Oh, I do. You know, that movie came out about 50 years before I was born, so right when you were in college. So yeah, I know. More important to you. I know. I've seen it way too many times. All right, I'm adjusting the shot here. Adjusting the shot. All right. Okay, good. Well, we're doing that. You know, you know, speaking of adjustments, you know what needed to be adjusted? The wax what? statue of The Rock at the uh, Paris Museum. What? It was a little too white. Oh wow! Yeah, it was white rock. Exceptionally white. White rock. Offensive. Offensive. I call him the walk. <laughs> War rock. Rock. I don't know. Uh, let's see what else is going on. What? Um, I don't know. I think it's important to say. Uh, what's his name? Is in charge of Lucasfilm now. Feloni, right? Is he? In, he's is he like the big boss? What happened with Feloni? 
He's now the creative director. That sounds important, he, but also sounds like it's not nearly as cool as we think it is. It's Dave Filoni. It's the it's the guy, because we don't know his name. Dave Filoni, and he is now the creative director, which means he is basically driving the bus off the cliff now, or not, depending. Do you think that was a move to try to uh, fix the fuckery of the bus? Or to I have think it, Dave's name on the front of the bus when it crashes? I mean, you could go either way there. Do you, what do you think the goal is? To crash and have Dave on front of it or to try to fix it? Well, Kathleen Kennedy is getting slaughtered even on South Park. So any little bit they can do there to help would probably be a help. No, is she still there or is she out? No, she's still there. She's still there, but they just promoted I think she's the CEO. Um, he's the creative director, so she won't be coming in going... You know, what was the line at South Park? Did you guys see that South Park episode? Or the special? I didn't see it. Put no. a chick in it, make her gay. That's what the Cartman, Kathleen Kennedy character just kept saying over and over again. <laughs> and they're they're going to make some race sequels, right? One. I mean, you don't think they got the plans to make it the Ray sequel trilogy? I don't think they should is the point. I mean... I think it's a horrible idea just to begin with. Has any movie, any franchise-type movie in Hollywood in the last decade been created without a trilogy in mind? In the last 20 years? Yes, The Matrix. Yeah. And then they were like, wow, this did so well, we have to do two more of these. Right. They made a completely fine, self-contained movie and then had to come back to the well to do it two more times because it was popular. So I think that I think that's it. That people say no matter what, even if you have a complete story, uh, you need to go go for three. And I don't yep. know, I don't think that's a good thing, but I think that's what happens. Is anybody excited for a Ray movie? Does anybody uh, care no. about a Ray movie? No, I'll probably end up seeing it. I mean, we'll all end up seeing it. That's not the issue. The issue is who's excited for it. The answer is nobody. But if you're not excited for it, well, you can see it. Mm. So I'm chewing. I'm going to answer this while I also answer a criticism you laid on me about GTA. Okay. So I, I, are you gonna? So you're gonna bring that conversation? So you want to bring that in? You're gonna loop that in at some point. Mm hmm. Okay. Because we all are going to see a Star Wars movie. No one's going to be like, fuck it. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go to the movies to see this movie. Everybody's going to see it. And I'm going to loop in GTA by saying, so, so Sandwich laid a criticism on me. We're going to, I imagine this is in the news today, right? The GTA, GTA 6 trailer. Mm -hmm. 6 trailer, right? Yep. Um, so I said, yeah, it looks like characters. It looks like, you know, I guess it's Miami, right? Is that yeah. is it Vice, Vice City? City Miami? Is like, it's like right. a Miami rip, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So what they show in a trailer is they show the single-player game. You know what I mean? Broadly speaking, they're giving you, like, the, the, the campaign character. The rough, rough, the rough, rough bits of the yeah. campaign. To which 
Sam, uh, to which I said, I could care less. I just want to play multiplayer. And he said, why would you get a game and just leave half of it laying on the table or whatever the expression was that he used? To which I said, well, because Sandwich, I just want to play games with my friends. And so the single player is moot to me because it doesn't allow me to play with my friends in the same way that, well, why would I go see a Ray movie if I, you know, if I'm not interested in the character of Ray? Well, because it's Star Wars, I'm going to go see it because that's the part that I do in regards to Star Wars. I will see all the Star Wars stuff and I, I'm not saying I'll enjoy all of it, but I'll see it in the, in the same way that, you know, like Boba Fett was terrible, but I watched the whole series. You know, I don't like to play the single player GTA because uh, I don't know. I'm I'm not a hip hop influenced 14 year old. So I would rather just play with my friends where we have fun blowing up other people generally. Well, why didn't you play the Red Dead campaign then? You need to be a I played the first. 14. No, no. I played the first Red Dead campaign. Why did you play the second one? It was better. Um, I think I played it up until, like, it provided something for online, didn't it? Weren't there a few thresholds that provided you something for online? I don't think so. I think I played anything, anything single player that I played in Red Dead 2, I think had something to do with, in some way, enhancing or not a bonus per se, but in some way had something to do with the online game. Hmm. Like, wasn't there... There's the same thing for GTA, though, I feel like. What's that? The same thing for GTA 5. Yeah, I think it was the same with GTA 5. I think I only played the one... Because I think initially, didn't you... When that game first dropped, the first time you play it, don't you have to play the single player for like a minute before the... uh, the dual player becomes available or some shit. Yeah. You have to play the game. You have to get through like the opening sequence essentially before you can play the multiplayer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I did that because I needed to do that in order to open multiplayer. Yes. Um, I don't know. Well, I think the campaigns are fantastic and you don't have to be a hip hop influenced 14 year old to enjoy it, but you know, you're a hip hop influenced 28 year old. So I know you think you're better than everyone else. Because you're, you're older than everyone, but why you, know. you gotta do- why you gotta dox me like that? Telling people my age or my influences, yo, yo, why you gotta be telling people all my influences? I was about to say, I hope you had a sideways cap, and I looked over and you fucking did, and it really pulled it together. <laughs> I ain't no square. <laughs> so what other than the the trailer i mean what else is there to talk about about gta 5 it looks also, it looks nice the gta 6 trailer came out you six. know it's been 10 years mm-hmm. since we've had a new gta game gta oh, online man. god it feels longer so we were G- we were playing D 4 when they mm-hmm. uh, when uh, the last gta came out yes no no. Yes. Oh yeah, we were. We were 2014. Yeah. We were playing uh fourth edition. When <laughs> we went to a whole D D edition before we got a new a new GTA. And then going back to Vice City, 
You know, they haven't done Vice City as a game, as a new game, because they re-released it in, like, 20-plus years. So, that's exciting. It's a city that pe- people enjoy enough. Um, And GTA's a fucking phenomenal gaming franchise. And Rockstar puts out great games. You know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, we waited 10 years for this, and they've already officially... So, it's there's still going to be GTA Online. So, I imagine... They'll just kill the uh, the GTA Five online servers and just open up these vice city yep. servers, and everyone will be back to zero. Needed it for ten years. Also, to start, GTA Six will only be available on the PS Five and the Xbox Series X. Woohoo! Just like uh, GTA Console Five, gamers rejoice. GTA Five was the same thing. It was only PS Three and Xbox Three Sixty to start. And then eventually the, I think it took like four or five years after release for PC got it. So now I have to buy a console in two years. <laughs> in oh, two years. poor baby. What, Just what? wait three years and you can play it on your little computer. Well, no, it, it took, it's going to come out in 2025. And then it's like three years after that. Oh, so by, 28? Probably. Oh yeah, I'll be dead by then, so. You should get a console. So I'll probably get the PS6 at that point. Just saying, it's entirely possible. Yeah, Dave will be in the. Dave will be in a home somewhere in Ohio. Asshole will be doing whatever. Dave will be. Dave will probably be dead next year. Who are you kidding? What about Mumbles? We can only hope. <laughs> Pulling back the curtain. Nice I don't guy. know. I don't know who Mumbles is. I'm just. I just know the oh, name. Hold on. Hold on. What did you say, sandwich? I said Mumbles is a nice. He's not. He's not mean to me. So he's a nice guy. Because so you have feelings about. Tired. Just because you have feelings about the man doesn't mean I have to have the same ones. I'm not saying that at all. I just thought that you had the same. If you if you feel differently about him, I thought the reason. Honestly, I thought one of the reasons that you haven't been playing, um, uh, what you call it, Fortnite, is because of him. Well, he is fucking annoying to play with. Um, Oh, okay. See, okay, then, yeah, we're on the same page. I don't hate the guy. I'll hate him. I'll hate anyone. I feel a little vitriol and hatred. It's not hatred. I I don't like him. There's a Mm, difference. I feel vitriol and hatred. Anywho, uh, GTA Five looks sick. The, the The trailer looked amazing. If that's what the game looks like, it looks like fuck. Like I know we joke that it looks closer to real life every day. It looks pretty fucking real to me. Um, so we'll see what it looks like. You know, when we are sitting down playing it, I'm excited. Anything, anything Rockstar does, I'm excited for. I've been excited for every Rockstar title since like 2004. So other than how realistic it looks what's different like you know how do they up the ante or is it just a, a new sandbox i mean what well, it's, makes it's a new sandbox people, no, no, been, yeah. people have been wanting the new sandbox i imagine like they do with all the new there'll be more probably things you can do to interact with the city because like the way i'm gonna break it down because i feel like people play most like grand theft auto 4 you know you could go into there were some buildings you could enter and then you could drive around and shoot people and it was kind of like find a car Drive around, shoot your friends, get off. And GTA Five was the first one where it's like, 
you know, like, hey, you can like buy a house and you can like open a business and do all this other shit online with your friends. Several businesses. Several businesses. You could have like a biker gang and a meth lab and you could fucking have a a company or all this other lucrative shit. You could have a yacht if you wanted. So you could they keep you could the- keep your stuff like like Soupy DiGiorno used to keep his stuff in what was the game? Uh, Star Wars Galaxy. Star Wars Galaxy wow. had a little. I believe you remembered Soupy DiGiorno, spelled S O U P dash E E. You know, for Star Wars spelling, Soup E DiGiorno. It wasn't exactly like that because it wasn't really sort of. Well, I guess it was very. I guess it was similar to that. It wasn't very open, like in the sense that if you went to your apartment, um, like you could like change your clothes and things. But if you went into a department store that had a changing room, you'd have the same access to the same clothes. So it wasn't like you could select, All right, I'm going to leave this outfit here in my closet, which holds X amount of outfits. Just as one example, I'm not saying I had a bunch yeah. of clothes. I didn't. I had like two suits. That's it. Three. I had the Tron bike suit. That's it. <laughs> but that's really, I mean, that was mostly the extent of having a place, I think. As I recall, we haven't played GTA Five in a while. So. And depending on, like, you know, you had a garage or you could put, like, an X amount of cars. So depending on the house you got, you can get a certain amount of cars. If you had a bigger house, you had more garage space, shit like that. Um, And later got to the point, because they had GTA online for so long, you would, like, buy, you could buy, like, a fucking helicarrier, essentially. Like, um, like a legit Marvel helicarrier. And just, like, Playing fucking fucked up heists. Oh, there were heists. That was another thing. There were a lot uh, more cooperative gameplay experiences online with your friends. They were amazing. I think we had some of our most fun on GTA Five doing heists. Yes. So with all that they've built into the online already through GTA Five, I can only imagine you know with the amount of space because it looks to be much bigger to me. From what it looks like, just looking at it conceptually, it looks bigger to me. Like, it should be bigger. Also, you know, it, it's been long enough, I expect it to be bigger. Because GTA 5 was definitely a lot bigger than GTA 4. So, I expect it to continually grow in that path. So, it'll be a lot bigger whereas, space to experience. Whereas Red Dead 2, yes, not as big as Red Dead 1. They never yeah. opened up those other areas. No, but it was it was way bigger as a space though. Still, yeah, but I mean, there were all there was all that opportunity. They, they, they cut out. I don't want to get into a. I don't want to get into a rant about how they abandoned Red Dead Two. That's another thing too. They definitely no. Well, I I'm pretty sure that they worked separately. Like there was a Red Dead team and a GTA team. I imagined they were like, "Hey, Red Dead guys, um, we're rerouting you to the GTA team because we're not making enough money over here." So can this shit end it and go work with those guys? Yeah. The problem is it happened like three months after the game came out. Yeah. And they never, it was so bad. Do you remember during COVID sandwich, how we would go on and there would be no animals? Yeah. For weeks and weeks. Yeah. I mean, that's one example of of a glitch that just, was consistent through that period. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was a lot. I'm also kind of, so I'm also wondering if they do the thing, because this also happened with GTA 5. 
you didn't get the online for GTA 5 to like a couple weeks or months after the game released. It, it was, was a delay short. period. It was short. Maybe yeah. only a couple of weeks, but there was a delay period. So I'm wondering if that comes back. I think um, it glitched. I think it glitched out. I think it was a glitch problem. I think it was supposed to happen at launch, and I think there was a problem. If yeah, I remember correctly. They had to fix up. They had to fix everything. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just excited for GTA 6. It looks incredible. I my next thing is gonna be because Rockstar really only has two game titles right now. That's your Red Dead and uh Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if anyone here on the program played it or anyone listening remembers. There used to be a game series that Rockstar put out that I fucking loved called Bully. Oh, yeah. It was basically, just like it says, it was basically you play as a school bully. You go to a school. It was like a kid-level GTA. You could, like, push nerds into lockers and go to class. And There's a whole story around that. That game, I don't know how it could come back. I think they would have to make it rated M for Mature and just really, like... Make it kind of fucked up so that you could say, oh, it's not meant for kids. It's rated mature. I think little Jimmy Norton did voices for Bully. I think he did. That name sounds so familiar. Yeah, that's. I was going to say that that Jim Norton was a voice on that. I was going to ask on GTA 6, any uh, any voice actors that we know going to be on it? I, I haven't uh, heard any announcements about that. No, yeah, we don't have anything at this point. It's 2025, dude. It's a, over a year away. Yeah. Um. This is like this is almost like Rockstar. You had better put something out to show us that this game is actually in progress and working because we're getting sick and tired of Rockstar. Yeah. Especially after Red Dead Two. Especially after that, that was a disgrace. What they did. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'm excited for GTA 6. Super really fucking excited for GTA 6. Because um, I love, I love Rockstar games. Is there, is there a parent company or, of Rockstar? Who owns Rockstar? Take Two? I believe it's Take Two something. Take Two, Com- Take two Industries. Take Two something. Oh, I was just looking at some of the, the articles on... Uh, um, they were in shit for a while too. I feel like yeah. Yeah, Take Two Interactive. So let's. What they is own it? Rockstar and Two K, which are two very big video game publishers. Two K is a lot of like sports things and shit like that, and then Rockstar is well, it's Rockstar. Um, is Two K Madden? No, no that's, that's EA. EA. Right. Two K had a football game a while ago, but Two K is uh, like. Looking at some video game top, so Bioshock. I don't know if you played Bioshock ever. Oh yeah, right, right. Borderlands, the Civilization games, uh, the Mafia games, which I thought were always fun. And then it's all Civilization the would be right would be right up Scott's alley. Yes. Oh, why is that? It's um, it's a RTS. Do you know what that is, Scott? Real time something. Strategy, real time strategy. Okay, it's a bit like it's it's almost the video game version of a board of game. a board game. Yeah, all right, I can it's, see that. Is it like solving puzzles and stuff, or is it? Are you playing more, against other players? It's nation. It's nation. In this particular case, it's nation building. 
Yes. One of the games that I love in that genre, uh, Sandwich, you got to move over to the right, dude. I've lost you entirely. Sorry, I was um, uh, one of the games that I love that's an RTS uh, is SimCity. I've heard there's another new one, but I'm terrified of getting it because the last one was so glitchy and bad that they literally were sending people their money back. Oh, my wife loves The Sims, which is different than SimCity, I, I understand, but... Sims yeah. is just putting a finer point on it. And a lot of this, I'm, I'm, I'm sure at one point, maybe now too, I don't know, The Sims could like inter interface with sim city so like your sim house could be like somewhere in sim city i could be wrong about that but i know at one point i i know they were talking about about that i don't know whether whether they were able to to pull that off ultimately or not i don't remember because the last one i remember it's got to be it's got to be almost 10 years ago the anticipation was through the roof because you'd be able to connect cities with your friends and all this shit and i just never worked apparently Dead. Well, okay. Let's let's go to other video game news, like bad news, right? Ubisoft is stopping online service for ten titles, including Assassin's Creed and others. So they're they're getting rid of older um older servers. So it does suck to see because you know that's officially Red uh, Assassin's Creed Online has basically been dead already for years because there's only like maybe ten people playing it, and it might be the same ten people. Uh, but just, just it does suck to lose those online services, because um, you know they're they're gonna they're not gonna you're never gonna get those back you know those online servers and they were fun. I thought Assassin's Creed Online was actually really fun. I'm a huge fan of the franchise, so anytime we got to play that online, I thought it was like incredible the idea of it to me. But you know, I think it's just a, the times. Anyways, they they've kind of moved away from making that an online experience and from having story that actually fucking matters um for a couple uh releases so they're just doing whatever they want and killing the franchise slowly anyways so maybe it's better this way but what do i know i've only been super invested in this fucking franchise for a long time now right so that's the whole point point right like it's just then you just have to throw it away if it's or, or is there still some offline content that you could play or is though or... you could still play the offline content it's like the campaign so i mean that's again you know but you can't play with your friends like kev likes to do yeah exactly right Yes. The story is fantastic, though, so I do recommend playing campaigns because, you know, they do invest a lot of time in the story. Um, but, you know, if you want to ignore that, that's fine. You don't have to. Play Just so it. we're clear, I don't ignore the effort and the and all of that that goes into the solo player game. I don't at all. I think it's amazing. It's very cinematic. They're, you know, like the, for the people that like that, if it's well done, I know that they really like that. I get it. But w- what has always been appealing to me is third person, open world, cooperative or competitive, preferably both games that that you can play with your friends, you know, over distance. And what I mean by that is, yes, I know I'm in Hawaii. But when I was not in Hawaii, you know, we, I was playing with my friends online who were local, who were far away. Cousin Dave lives in, I don't know, where do hillbillies live? Ohio. Ohio. Somewhere out there. Uh, the so, hills? you know, like, what's that? In the hills? 
like the Appalachian Mountains, yes. the hills, the hills. So, the the point is, is that you know, like it, it gives us an opportunity to play with people all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, like and although some people, I don't like to mention names, choose not to have that fun interaction with their friends, even when they beg and, and cry when they're together, you know, for a couple of weeks out of the year, and then they still don't play with you. Just not no names. But even when that occurs, um, at in the brief moments when I do get to play with, with my friends and people, those are quality moments. Yeah, I could play it by myself. Yeah, I could play. I could, you know, play with other people online and, and you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, I could play the one-player version of any game. Sure. But at the end, I just think playing with my friends is more fun. That's all I play with my friends on the shore all the time. I'm going to see him a lot. Yeah. Isn't that great? Isn't that nice? Do you hear that? Do you hear that, Scott? Here he just dissed me like that. I mean, yeah, he plays with his friends. You know. Yeah. Down the shore. I don't get to see him a yeah. lot. I know. I know. You don't get to see anyone. Your friends down the shore, you don't get to see a lot. I get it. Yeah, all down the shore. Yeah. I know. That's two hours away. I know. Two hours. Well, One of my friends lives in Virginia. That's three to four hours away. Whoa. Okay, I understand. I get it. I can read between the lines. You're just saying we're not friends. Okay, that's fine. We're not saying that. You implied it. No, you read that. I never said anything about you. Okay, why don't you play with me? I live 5,000 miles away or 11 hours by plane if you're lucky. You play at times I'm not around. That's a lie. That's a lie. Sir, that is a lie. He would rather sleep than play video games with you. No, bullshit, because I have offered to cut my work day in order for he and I just to play a little bit together. And do I get that? No. Nope. I think if you read your Geek Stuff uh, unpaid associate contract, it says that you have to make time to play video games with the talent. You're going to be held in breach of contract (laughs) sandwich. You're gonna have to get your yeah. sandwich union rep in here to discuss it. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I may have to call OG in here. You're gonna get sent to OG's office if you're not careful. Did he move to the new building? Ooh, the lolly. Well, oh, I still think that's my favorite drop. Just for the record. Ooh, the lolly. That one. Yeah. It's pretty funny. He's here even when he's not here. Yeah, how about this one? We have breaking news in the Pentagon's leaked classified documents. His arrest comes after the Washington Post released a stunning new interview with a teenager who claims he knows the alleged leaker. ABC's Rena Roy has the breaking details. The teen calling the leaker OG, telling the paper he did not want to disclose OG's identity, location, instead describing OG as a charismatic, gun-loving gamer. But see, Sandwich doxed him. He said he was in the new building. You know, people are going to be able to find OG. You got to be careful. Ooh, the lolly. I'll dox him right now. <laughs> I'll dox him. I don't mind. I like that the description's accurate, though. Charismatic, gun-loving gamer. Yep, that's it. Uh, we need to get him on the show just to catch up with him. We, we all miss him. Yeah, I know. I'll try again. We'll see. Good luck. Very busy man. All right, let's do a couple more video game news. What about... Uh, so Xbox is going to 
basically invalidate all like third party accessories? Is that like does that mean like if you have a controller that's not made by Xbox, it won't work? That's what it sounds like. I'm trying to look at the article. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I mean anything that's not Microsoft is gonna get canned, shit canned officially, it looks like. Sounds like they're following the HP printer model that uh, you put non-HP ink in it and it turns into a brick. No, it sounds like they're following the D&D model where they were like, no, you're not allowed to do any content that isn't D&D or something. something." Remember that? Remember that controversy? Remember how the OGL giant leaps and bounds ahead because it did exactly the opposite of D&D? Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. So what, what I'm reading this article, they're giving you a two-week grace period whenever they enact this to figure out, aka come buy a uh, controller for $70 um, so that you can play regular. Because if you're using this knockoff controllers and knockoff equipment, you're boned because it's going to be a brick in two weeks. Jeez. I have an Xbox controller. My headset's not Xbox, so, but is that bad? It might, it might get bricked. I don't see how it would get bricked. Or it's just it, like- if it's official, like, if it's not like, how do I say it? Like, if it's a store brand thing where it's like Target brand headset, it might not work. But if it's like a, an official gaming name brand, it might still be fine. Yeah, it's a bit of an ambiguous... Like, I have my head home. I use astro headphones i used to use astro headphones um that's just a company name just saying it for the sake of examples those would be fine because i imagine they're like they work with xbox and playstation and all those companies to make headphones that work this so I episode imagine those will be fine this episode of geek stuff tng brought to you by astro headphones astro headphones if you want to hear in quality clear sound get some astro headphones Use the code GeekStuffTNG at checkout to get a 0% discount. That'd be sick if we could get a fucking headphone. Fucking... Wait, Astro, I know I'm cursing a lot, and I don't sound very professional, but I love your stuff and your company. So please, give us some free shit. Send us that clip. Send them that clip. Astro, <laughs> I got all my cursing. Astro, give me some fucking free shit. I'm professional. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear that's to God. The, that's the symbol on mine. Let me see. I don't it. know. Huh? That's it's that. Oh well, let's see. You're showing the. Hold on. Let me let me log into the Instagram so I can see. Oh, oh. I mean those look fine. I imagine those will be fine. It's got it no other identifier on it at all. Nothing on the headband. No. They look fine. Anywho, Astro, yeah, I mean, Astro, can can you can you help me out? And they're gonna go. Well, why should we? I can handle things. I'm smart. Like everybody says, like dumb. I'm smart and I want respect. I am smart and I do want respect. First of all, and I want Second free stuff all, from Master. And I want some new headphones. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, Scott. When it comes to third-party uh, uh, paraphernalia for the Xbox, it's over, Johnny. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. Yes, you do. Yeah, that's what that's what they're gonna do. They're just no, gonna turn it Xbox off. Xbox turns it off. <laughs> I, do yeah, we have I, other I, news? Well, I, I was gonna say while while we're there. Okay, so that's Xbox's problem. Moving right over to PlayStation, um, they're just gonna delete all the old TV shows and shit that you paid for. 
They're just going to delete it. Oh, yeah? Good for them. I I love hearing that. These things I paid for, we're getting rid of it. Just so yeah. you're aware. Sorry. You paid for the right for us to let you have it when we were letting you have it. Right. Yeah. You didn't exactly. buy it. You Same with it. all of them. Yep. That's the fine print. You're purchasing movies on Apple. Guess what? If Apple loses the right to show that movie, you lose. I remember that. And I didn't realize that was a thing when I was uh, a smaller sandwich. I bought this shitty comedy movie that I liked a lot. And then later I went to watch it again. It's like, ah, I'm in the mood to watch it again. Let me go watch it. And it was gone. I'm like, I paid for this. What the fuck? And then it was nowhere to be found. It The rights were just gone in the universe. I think the guy who created the TV show just fucking took it and ran away with it. Because they, they couldn't find it that. fucking everywhere. What, what was it the was, movie? He um, doesn't want to say. No, it was Jeffrey. It was, no, it was... Um, it was Jeffrey. Look it up. Blue Mountain State. Badland or some shit. So Blue Mountain State was a dumb college football show on Spike TV when Spike TV still existed. And then Eventually, they made a movie? This, like a year, like a couple years after the show ended, they made like a farewell movie because they never really got like a, I guess, well, they had a farewell on the show, but I guess they wanted to do like one more farewell and just get everyone back together. The movie was shit, but it was fun enough and I was in college. So like, you know, I had some alcohol and some other things. So it was really enjoyable. What other things? Uh, anyways, so... And, and, and there were so many unanswered questions from Blue Mountain State series finale that they needed a movie to wrap it up. I mean, you know, True. this is almost as important as the Deadwood wrap-up movie, right? Hey, don't you dare besmirch the, the Deadwood movie. How no, dare you? I'm, say, I'm saying that Blue Mountain State needed a movie the same way the Deadwood did. I'm, I'm, I'm equating... Deadwood, Deadwood did movie. need a movie. No, it did. Deadwood the Deadwood movie was good. Still be a series. That's what Deadwood needed. Yeah. Hey, but you Deadwood know, needed not to be canceled. Yeah, Timothy Oliphant, though, you know, he's he's been working. He's steadily working out there. Yeah, he went off and did Justified, or you know, as one might call it, um, Deadwood Modern. <laughs> and then he yeah, went almost. and did Deadwood in on Tatooine, and then he, I mean. He's is he, yep. is he is he in Yellowstone? If you need a, if you need a scruffy sheriff, Tim Oliphant is your guy, and, and he's great. I I really everything I've seen him in, I like I like, and so you know he's a solid working actor. Too bad he was in Boba Fett, right? Was he in Boba Fett? Yeah, uh, it was because uh, I don't think he was in Boba he's Fett. In, he was. Yes. No. 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 He he, he, he got shot in the end of that one episode by Cad Bane. Was that the Boba and Fett yeah. show, or was that yeah. a, that was? But then about, they that showed in an end credit sequence that's him in the tank fixing him. Him in the tank. Yeah. That was Boba Fett. That yeah. was the Boba Fett show. That wasn't Mandalorian. Yeah, because Cad Bane shot him, and Cad Bane was only ever in Boba. R- right, and then also Cad Bane got shot. Right. Mm-hmm. Cad Bane died, but like. It's such a fucking waste of Cad Bane. I hope it's like, I'm not dead. I have a second thing I got stabbed in. So it's cool. I walked it off. Right. I mean, he well, he got shot, but we don't know for sure that he's dead. Because, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's, he was such a great know. character. Here's I would love to know. see more Cad Bane. Boba Fett, the show, is dead. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. And it's a shame because the fucking character is so cool that we can't use it for like a minute. We got to wait till the stake falls off before we can use the character properly again. Yeah, well, see how long we're waiting for that. Yeah. How long do we have to wait between uh, episode two 
and then Mandalorian when he showed up. How long was that gap? Like 15 years? A long time. Longer <laughs> than that. Like 20 years. Yeah, it was a good healthy minute. Yeah, it was. Yeah, T- Timothy uh, Oliphant's going to be in that Alien series on FX. You know, in the Alien franchise. Yeah. Who is? Tim Oliphant. Oh, is he playing the sheriff? Yeah, yeah probably Space Sheriff. He's an Space alien sheriff. sheriff. Oh, did I tell you? Uh, my, my father-in-law picked up a, a the RPG starter set for the Alien the RPG game set in the Alien universe. So I have to check that out. He picked it up at a thrift store for a couple of bucks. And it's the box is open, but everything in the box is still in the shrink wrap. So. I think it's time for Sandwich and I to have a talk with you about your RPG addiction, your game addiction, sir. Oh, uh, it's time for my intervention. It's my turn in the barrel now. I think you know, so. You only have so many hours in the day, so having all these RPGs, you know. And I, I know you, you buy, you can't stop buying them. And I get worried, you know. Hold all on, right, I prepared. Right. I prepared a letter for this I'm, intervention. Actually. I'm, I'm ready. Oh, you, oh, yeah. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Scott, when you buy more RPGs, you make me sad. I miss when we used to have fun and do a podcast. And and you're my friend, and I care about you. Get help. All right. Now I want to hear Silvio uh, give his I Silvio would... Dante. Right. <laughs> buying too many RPGs. It's fucking disgusting. I said my piece, Chrissy. Um, One time you threw up, your hair went into toilet water. <laughs> Disgusting. So I do, I do, I have, an, I have an admission. So I was looking, I think it might have been Black Friday or some some of the sales around that time frame. And you mean the ones you were pushing on me? Yeah. No, I, I sent, I, all I sent you was a, a an auction for a Jeep. Located no, in Hawaii. No, no, Uh-uh. What you call it, games? You sent me. Oh, the Scott Pilgrim's game one? Yeah, of course. And, of course, I bought the second I bought the second game box, but the miniature set sold out in three seconds. I like that you pushed something on Kev. He's like, of course I bought it, but yep. I know. think I wanted Scott. It was Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> yeah, I, knew, I knew it was in his wheelhouse. I shouldn't have told him about it. But it was a good deal, though, right? I mean, it was... It, was a, it? it was a great deal. If I had gotten that... If I had gotten the mini set with it at the price they were clearing, clearancing it, I would have been a very happy person. As it turns out, I'm angry as hell because I <laughs> now have to find that mini set and it's not cheap. Yeah. It was I, like I, 75 bucks retail and the clearance was 20. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was like 80% off that, that clearance. It was stupid cheap. And I couldn't, I just couldn't do it fast enough. Yeah. I got it to as fast as I could. But yeah, I got so, the second box set. All I need now is the. I mean, honestly, even if I had to pay like retail ish for that set, probably worth it yeah. because then I have the complete sort of thing. And I think the second box was a uh, was more expansive than the first box. I think was very limited, but I think the second one had more growth. So, yeah, yeah. Let, let's come back totally to Scott Pilgrim in, in a second. But I do have my my intervention admission. So when I was looking at, at different sales and so forth, I saw, uh, I was making sure that I had all the current 5e books, you know, and any ones that I was missing. But in oh. there, in there was the Tyranny of Dragons, like the set, the two book set, right? It's, it's uh, what, Horde of the Dragon Queen 
and what was the second one called? What a Dragon Queen, and then Tyranny. Is it Rise of Tiamat? The Rise of Tiamat, right? So then, yeah. then they put those two together in one book and called it the Tyranny of Dragons, right? So mm-hmm. I have Rise of Tiamat and Horde of the Dragon Queen, but then I bought the Tyranny of Dragons. Like, do I need it? Absolutely not. I have both of those books in a two pack, but now I bought the single book and I like, I don't know. Well, like I know some people who like have all the books already, but bought different versions of the books that had a different cover. Mm-hmm. Those guys. I mean, that, know, that's when you really have a problem when you buy the same book. Nerds. Well, like, <laughs> so some people say they're nerds. I say they're completists. You know, I right. say they're completist nerds. There yeah. you go. And I, but that's, I mean, that is the thing. You know, where lately I've been. I mean, I really, I think back to the D and D books that I had that I got rid of, and it's such a huge regret that I'm trying to get back to at least what I had of the old stuff. And then you know, yeah. but I have a complete set of Five E. You know, like when. If they eventually are done with 5e, I will have all of 5e, and I feel good about that. Will I keep buying 6th you'll edition? Up, you'll, you'll Probably. I, I don't think... Honestly, I would have to seriously sit down and think about it. Uh, and maybe I will eventually when I go through... Um, when I go through the unit. I don't think there's anything like toy, particularly from my childhood, that I actually have owned since my childhood except all of my dnd stuff i never got rid of my dnd stuff so my dnd stuff is original one owner off the rack from god knows when wow and it's going to look so good in the in the display case in sandwich's basement one day sandwich's dnd completest collection my fucking basement's gonna be sick <laughs> Do they, my do kids ever, are not allowed in the basement until wah, they're at least. Wah, wah, wah. I did it. Do, do you ever like when you go to like the the county fair, right? And and they have collections in there, people's collections of stuff. I mean, yeah. you know, that would win a blue ribbon. The complete collection of all the D anD D from nineteen what seventy? God knows when. Well, oh, you know, we should have we should have done a, a, a the bit on it, but um, next year is the fiftieth anniversary of D anD D, right? Didn't they, didn't, so. they, didn't they make some announcements for, for that? Maybe we should save that for next show. But yeah, uh, I, I didn't see anything about it. Yeah, let's let's talk about that a little more next time. Um, but yeah, why don't we? What do we, we research? Yeah, we could research that and talk about it next time. Let's let's take this first half of the show to break, and then we'll come back with maybe a few other things. Yay. And with that, we will take our what? What said? Yay! And with that, we will take our first and only break. On this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven, oh, sandwich is just making numbers with it. He's just like dude, he's like jazz handsing me. What is it? What is it? What's the number? Forty four. Seven forty four. Seven forty four. The one with no title as of yet, but the title will develop, and we'll be right back. After these messages. We'll be right back. Yeah. We need to get the word out that the listeners can be involved with Geek Stuff TNG directly by using our GVM line 201 730 2547. Hmm. Maybe we could use our seductive voices? Huh? Our what? 
All right, here. Let's read these lines in our most seductive voices, like this. <clears throat> hey there. We want you to be a part of Geek Stuff TNG with your questions and your hmm, comments. Oh! <clears throat> That's right. We want you to tell us what's hmm, on your mind. What we are doing that you <laughs> like. <coughs> so call us on the GVM line, 201-730-2547, and you may hear yourself uh, on an upcoming episode of Geek Stuff TNG. <laughs> wow. Wow. What? Okay, here we go. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Okay, here we go. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. What's up? This is Mikey T, host of the Failing Hollywood Podcast. I'm just a guy who plays with props behind the scenes. On our show, we have guests who also work behind the scenes, and we joke around, we drop names, we tell real on-set stories. We even play some film games, only on the Failing Hollywood Podcast, found wherever podcasts can be found. Build your own X-Wing. Luke Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote-activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step -step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. And now, another classic Geek Stuff ID. Warriors, come out to play. Warriors, come out to play. This is Irwin Keyes, the bad cop from the Warriors. Hey, this is Roger Hill from the Warriors. This is Apache Ramos from the Orphans. This is Cochise David Harris from the Warriors. This is Brian Tyler, a.k.a. Snow, from the Warriors. Hey, this is Terry Micus Vermin from the Warriors. This is Thomas G. Waits, the Fox, from the Warriors. This is Deborah Van Valkenburg from the Warriors. Hey, this is Michael Beck from the Warriors. This is Dorsey Wright from the Warriors, and you're listening to Big Cavs Geek can you dig it? 
TNG. Live from the Sandwich Shop, Party Productions in sunny Southern California and Big Hefuna Studios. It's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is in 118 scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details, like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foil is open to attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118 scale hangar accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members, and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full-color magazines featuring instructions for the parts you've received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or shows or conventions, and I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach them by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Here you go. <laughs> That's a good way to start the commercial with the crunch of a lovely palm crisp. That's right. No Geek Stuff TNG would be complete without Parm Crisp Snack Mix. Parm Crisps are full of all the nutrients you need and the wonderful flavors you have come to love and know, like Parm. Crisp. Yeah, also crisp. Almonds, cashews, pistachios, three grams of net carbs per serving. Net carbs, Kev, does that mean that it has some carbs that cancel out because it doesn't have sugar? Yeah, it has diet, it has fiber in it and no added sugar. So you take the fiber, you remove the fiber from the carbohydrates, the dietary fiber. And who makes Parm Crisps? Are they their own company? I believe so. Wow, an independent company too. Looking at their website, parmcrisps.com, it says our original blend of Parm Crisps, you can get an everything tub, an original pouch, you can get the ranch snack mix pouch or sour cream and onion pouch what's your favorite I'm, kev i haven't seen sour cream and onion what was that i one? like i like the original i like the original but the ranch one is fine too i'd like to try sour cream and onion it's probably very good yeah you could get the variety pack oh looking at all of the ingredients oh uh, you see sir i i get them at the costco in the large size because i eat so many delicious parm crisps Oh, looking at the website, let's see what's in the variety pack. You got cheddar, original, jalapeno, everything, four cheese, and sour cream. They all sound delicious. They are, but I don't think they're doing the big, what is this, 20 ounce 
I don't think they're doing... Are they doing 20 ounces of all those flavors? I don't know. For more information on Parm Crisps, go to parmcrisps.com and find them at your better retailers today. When you buy them, mention Geek Stuff TNG for absolutely no discount. Mention right. them at checkout and look like a weirdo. <laughs> Reach out to them at parmcrisps.com and tell them you heard about Parm Crisps from Geek Stuff TNG. And we're back on Geek Stuff, episode 744. God help us, almost 750, which is not really a significant number, really. I don't know what numbers we have lifted, like, significant. Like, beyond, like, whole numbers, like, hundreds. Yeah, like, 800 would be a big, 1,000 would be a big deal. Scott's actually going to fly to the East Coast for that one. For 1,000? Sure, absolutely. And me too, presumably. Yeah. I mean, you'll you'll be here already. Don't we? Don't we do? Uh, I mean, like, is, isn't seven? Shouldn't seven fifty be a big deal because it's zeros? No. Eh. So anyway, um, I want to I want to talk some toy stuff really quick. Um, I gotta give Neca a little kind of a elbow, a little, and I'm I'm obviously a fan. Uh, uh as as Sandwich will attest, um. My wheelhouses for NECA have solely to do with TMNT, almost solely to do with TMNT. There's some uh, classic Universal monster stuff that I really like, but nothing that I've nothing that I've felt the need to really get. Um, I like what they're doing. I like what they're doing with a lot of of stuff. NECA's really kind of oh gargoyles. Also, I forgot gargoyles. Um, NECA's been doing a lot of really great stuff. I think they took the criticisms of several years ago with regards to QC issues and other things. I think they took those to heart and they've kind of come back strong. My opinion, uh, it is not shared by everyone, but it is my opinion. So that's fine. Um, And the TMNT wheelhouses are um, Casey Jones, Usagi Yojimbo, Fugitoid. That's really it. There's kind of a loose rat King, um one also because i really dig that character i really dig the look of that character so uh i kind of like that one that's real that's it though i mean those are really it and then and then uh more broadly um the last ronin which is uh a future story of the ninja turtles so which was fucking amazing and if you haven't read it you really should if you were ever a tmnt fan ever cartoon comic Archie comic, anything. If you're ever a fan, you should read that book because it's absolutely amazing. And then I think volume two is either either happening now or coming and it involves new turtles and all that. It just looks really amazing. So that said, I got to give NECA a little, a little gruff, a little, little grief here. Not that they care what I think, but today, scant days before Christmas, NECA dropped... Four pre-orders for Ninja Turtle stuff. <clears throat> so they dropped three last Ronin characters. So Leonardo, um, Splinter, and I think they call it Last Fight or Last Standing or First Fallen. Maybe it's First Fallen. One of you can look it up. I mean, it's First Fallen Raphael. 
who looks like an absolutely amazing figure, by the way. So three from last Ronin, and then at $36.99 a piece, so 37 bucks a piece before taxes and shipping and all that. Um, and then they dropped also, um, they dropped a four-pack Usagi Yojimbo box set. At 149, so 150 for that. Ooh. So in that box set, it, it, it don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful box set. I think we talked about it after New York, actually, because it was one of the things, one of the highlights for me in New York was actually seeing those those figures that were coming in that box set. And I knew they were gonna come soon. I just didn't think it would be this soon. Um, with regards to pre-order, I mean, I'm sure we're still quite a bit away from production, but that said, in there you get a colored space Usagi, but I don't know if he's different than the one that they already put out. Oh, he is. He's much more colorful. I think he's got a lot more paint apps, I think. Now, you got the black and white space. I got both now. I got okay. the black and white. And I got the colored release but also. Didn't your very good friend get that signed for you by the uh, creator there at uh, San Diego Comic-Con this year? My very good friend? <laughs> D didn't your very good producer? Didn't your producer? My producer did that. <laughs> your yeah. producer. Your acquaintance. My, my, yes. Yes. That person did do that thing for me. And I was very grateful for it. Um. Because I'm a huge fan. I always have been. I read Usagi, I think, I mean, probably as long as I, well, probably as long as I read Turtles in the sense that I started Turtles at the beginning. I stopped. Um, and I also stopped Usagi. But Usagi, I would actually go back and read again. I'd love to read this to complete. If they would just do, because it's been like five different publishers that have done it. If they would just do a, okay, here we go. And I think Stan Sakai owns it all. I think it's all like, all right, here is, you know, chronologically everything I've ever done with this character. Go. Volume one. You know, um, I would totally be into that. That said, uh, so you get that Space Usagi. I'm sure, are you guys looking at the box set? Just, just correct me if I'm wrong. You get Space Usagi, that's one. You get the regular Usagi, I think that already came out. So the blue top and black pants is that right i think that's right so i mean i'm looking at it yeah you get the samurai usagi yes, so the yes. samurai usagi is really cool because one he has that hat that i really like he's got the back banner he's got the samurai armor on um and he also has a, a he has a soft goods color me shocked it's a soft goods cloak but it's fur like do you see that in the box yes. you guys yeah. looking? it's fur it's like fur i mean it's not animal fur i don't think it i don't think that's what it is but you know like it's an actual fur soft goods kind of cloak he looks amazing with that hat on and just kind of down he looks amazing that figure uh and lastly and perhaps most importantly you get the stan sakai version of usagi so it's based on Stan Sakai's drawing, which is a little different than he looks in the comics and in the anime. One, one, one with the eye, which is like a tiny little eye. He's got small, yeah, the smaller eyes, because that's kind of the way he was drawn, I think, a little bit. Yeah. 
and of course it's amazing and of course i ordered it and all that i did not order by the way i want to say this too because this isn't this is part of the conversation i want to have i don't want to get off get off on a rant about how great the toys are let me just say there's a bunch of different hands that also come with it there's there's some accessories but to me it doesn't seem like there is a range of accessories for each figure for example there are none none for the stan sakai usagi no no weapons and I don't think there's that. I mean, they have those little dinosaur creatures that be around him, which I can't remember the name of. They have the mechanical ones for the space you saw, and the other ones for the other. They got all the things I mentioned about the samurai, the back banner, the hat, the cloak, this, the, that, swords, this one, that one, and so on. It doesn't look like enough to me. I don't think I could kit out all four of these characters with weapons based on what I see is coming in the box. That aside, that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is the fact that they dropped it two weeks before Christmas. So it's a hundred. So if you were getting all of those, let's say you're a degenerate toy collector who collects Ronin and Laugh Ronin and Usagi. Let's let's just say let, let's let's pretend. Yeah, see if you can let's relate say. to that. Anyone on this show could just well, relate to what that might be like. You're, let's say you're that guy. You're looking at thirty-seven times three. 111 140 bucks thereabouts and 150 you're looking at a 300 plus shipping and don't even get me started 11 dollars shipping on a single figure i didn't look at what the box set i couldn't bring myself to look at what the shipping on the box set was but i mean you're talking about probably close to tax and tip you're probably looking at like maybe 400 bucks two weeks before Christmas. Why? Why would you not wait at least until after Christmas when, when all us kids got our Christmas money? <laughs> One, two, they are first, according to NECA, they are first of all of them are first available on the NECA store, which is what I'm talking about now, by the way, they are only available currently on the NECA store. Right? Only available at the NECA store. However, NECA has confirmed that all of them will see wider release in the future. No date set for that release. So what does that mean? That means if you don't buy it on the NECA store... At some point, there may be an additional release. But we don't know when. We don't know who. Will it be an exclusive? Will it be a Target exclusive? God forbid it's a Target exclusive, which a lot of them are. Will it be wider release? Will it be fan channel? So places like Big Bad Toy Store, Entertainment Earth, and so Will they get it? Will they be able to carry these? And so on and so on and so on. So I made the hard decision. I don't want to miss the Usagi box set, and I think it has broader appeal than Last Ronin. I bought the Usagi box set. And the reason I did that was because, God forbid, it becomes a Target exclusive or something like that. I'll never get it. So I, I decided that... That was the purchase most worth it to me. Um, not that I don't want the Laugh Ronin stuff. I absolutely do. 
but I also know that, um, I don't know that I mentioned this already. Maybe I did that. The it's first to the NECA store. Then it will go retail and fan channel, which is like big bad toy store entertainment earth and those. So what I'm thinking is I love the last Ronin, but if I have to wait a while to have those, uh, and they, in all likelihood, all the last Ronin, most, most of the last Ronin figures have been available on Big Bad Toy Store at the least. I'm confident waiting for those. Where I was not confident about the Usagi box set, which I think has a broader appeal because the character's been around longer than the last Ronin versions of the Turtles. So I feel fairly confident about that. Which leads me did that lead me to a broader conversation? It did. And that is, I was saying Sandwich is a good friend. So grab grab that drop. <laughs> sandwich is a good friend. And because he, you know, he keeps me in check with regards to what I buy and, and so on and so forth. And I, I was thinking a lot about, uh, a lot happened during Black Friday, which made me reevaluate buying things. The first of which was, I'm not buying Marvel Legends at retail anymore, ever, ever again. I'm not pre-ordering. I'm not pre-ordering any Marvel Legends. I'm not pre-ordering, you know, I'm only doing the first 13 Joes and a few characters here and there. I don't think I'm pre-ordering them anymore. And, uh... And I really don't collect Star Wars anymore, six inch. So I mean, that's that's kind of unless it's the random droid, in which case I'm not pre-ordering those either. I'm just not doing it. And the reason I'm not doing it is because on Black Friday, I think between all the places I looked, almost every Marvel Legends figure that I bought, which by the way, if you pay attention to this show at all, is mostly MCU. Almost every single one of them was available and on clearance for dirt. So why am I pre-ordering at full price? It just doesn't make it doesn't make sense to do anymore. I mean, right, I think so a lot of people are going to go that direction. I don't think I'm the only. I'm not nearly the only one. I'm certainly not even the first. I'm probably not even the first ten thousand people to figure this out. Right, and so I've been get... reluctant to do it because, you know, I'm panicky about missing stuff that I really want. You know, there's a character that I really like the look of. He's called Spider Shot. Do you know who that is? Look up the character. He looks amazing. I don't know a lot about him. I know he looks cool. Um, he's kind of like an alternate Spider-Man, universe Spider-Man. But he has, like, guns instead of web shooters. And he makes, like, the gun hand like this and, like, shoot. Uh, he looks great regardless i really like to have that figure because i think it looks great i'm not paying retail for it there's no way get on clearance wait a few months maybe it turns up at ollie's or or ross or any number of other places where these things are getting flushed i'll wait i mean yeah if you get if you get you know five four out of five on the clearance price and then the one that you missed you have to go to ebay and get for double you still saved money right 
Not e- never eBay. Never eBay. A show, you know, do I say, hey, sandwich, are you going over to Wayne? Keep an eye out for this for me in this range. You know, and if he sees it, he grabs me, it's done. Right? Or I go the next toy show I go to. And again, it was one of those things where I hadn't really, I didn't really think it through because my FOMO is so bad on some of this stuff that I that was controlling how I was purchasing things rather than paying attention to what's going on, which is just wait. Every single, nearly every single Marvel Legends that came out in the last year was available and on deep discount or clearance between the time I was in New Jersey and Black Friday, Cyber Monday that weekend, shopping weekend. And imagine if I had conquered the FOMO and just waited. You know, how much money I would have saved, certainly. Yeah. And this was true also when I went into my big bad toy store pile of loot. And I noticed that there were Marvel Legends in there that hadn't shipped yet. I had paid for them, but they hadn't shipped yet because they're sitting in my pile of loot. I hadn't, uh, uh, they hadn't shipped yet. And so I was able to cancel the order still. I mean, I get big, bad, you know, toy store credit, which is fine. You're not losing money. But I then could go over to Amazon and on a $26 Marvel Legend figure, for at least a couple of them, I paid like 14 bucks. There you go. So. I think the best thing to say here is consumer be aware. You know, you don't, I get it. Some people got it like me, man. Some people got the FOMO bad, you know, and it's, it's right. It's right to have it too. If you're a collector. And what I mean by that is we've gone through a number of years where if you saw it and didn't buy it, you never saw it again. And when you did see it again, it was so expensive, you weren't able to get it, or you had to pay way more money than you ever intended to pay for it. So that's the way I'm handling that from now on. I mean, I think that's, I think that's reasonable, and, but it is tough. The, the FOMO is hard. Uh, I, you know, I mean, we can we can do product here. Hold on, just a second. Let me. I think in, in that same note, right? I, I pre-ordered this, right? The Marvel Multiverse, right? You know, I saw it. I ordered it. Now, I ordered it through a uh, online retailer that delivers straight to everyone's house every day that shall not be named. And so the, you know, the sticker price on this is forty nine ninety nine. I think I probably paid 38 bucks for it. But you you could probably look right now, and it's probably twenty five. And you know you know it's like you click on it, and it says as soon as it is issued, you're going to get it right. Like it's announced that you know because the next one, this is the uh, the Cataclysm of Kang, and the next one that's coming out is the Spider Man one. You know, and I got the the base rule set, but I've paid not MSRP, but I've paid kind of the full price. And then yeah, they were all on sale for probably just over half of that 
And, you know, honestly, the same thing goes with the, the D&D books. You know, you buy them when they first come out, you pay full price. At some point over the next three months, there's going to be a sale and they're going to be half of MSRP. And, you know, so it's like, don't buy them when they're coming out unless you want to get the special uh, the special cover. But, I mean, you know, if you just want a, a copy of the book, you could just wait and get it for probably cl- close to half price. It's It's almost like I've almost come to the conclusion that buying the special cover and waiting to get the regular cover may be how I solve that FOMO. Yeah. I mean, yeah, what, the, the special cover is the only one that's time sensitive. They're going to print this forever. They'll, you know, they'll print another, you know, you don't need to have a first edition. Not forever. It's well, Marvel. Yeah. But, you know, on that note, I can also say the other side of it is, though, there are things that that doesn't work for like 12 inch figures like sideshow and, and hot toys. And the, it doesn't work for those because when they go, they're gone and you are almost inevitably going to pay more for it. Almost inevitably going to pay more for it. So I'd rather order it and get on the payment plan, which takes, you know, it could be a year. And I don't mean the payment plan will be a year. It'll be whatever it is, five payments, whatever it is. But then you could wait a really long time before it actually ships where if you were able to find it elsewhere, you know, I, I shop some of the, I shop some of the overseas sites. They might get things earlier. They might put things on clearance earlier and so on and so forth. And if that deal works out, I'll return. I will cancel the sideshow order all that money minus the little deposit, whatever it is. And if I really felt like arguing it, I could just call Sideshow up and I've never called Sideshow and had them say, oh, well, we're going to keep your deposit. That's never happened. They're always like, oh, here, no, we'll give you your deposit, or whatever. If I really wanted to push it. But for whatever, 20 bucks, it's, is it, you know, it, it could be, it's, you know, it may be worth it just to, just to eat the 20 bucks, get the, discounted price on the hot toy from one of the overseas sites and just be done with it. So that's the, that's the solutions that I, I, you know, all the studying that I did on, on black Friday and cyber Monday and all that stuff last week. I, that's what I was looking at. I was looking at all that stuff and I was, and I was saying, I think I think uh, I don't need to do this with legends anymore. Yeah, I think so. Whatever I right. have now, I'm now watching whatever. I, for example, whatever I have on order at Big Bad Toy Store, or whatever's in my pile of loot, which isn't which isn't that much in in Marvel Marvel Legends GI Joe and that Hasbro stuff. I'm watching all of that stuff on other retailers like amazon and if any of that stuff comes into stock even if it doesn't come into stock if i lock it in at amazon as a pre-order uh a 26 dollar figure for 14 dollars, i'm going to cancel my big bad toy store order or i'm going to cancel the item if it's already in my pile of loot and just keep the credit towards something that i won't be able to get cheaper like for example released this week executive i think it's executive replicas or is it loose collector they're they're basically the same company 
they dropped three comic, two comic book characters and one movie character, six inch, which I'm really interested in. They dropped Grendel, excuse me, two weeks ago. Grendel, um, who you may know from comics, if you ever read comics in the 80s and 90s, Grendel was a big independent book back then. Matt Wagner, Grendel. I know the book, The Epic of Gilgamesh with Grendel. In oh, wait, it. it's not, it's not back. It's not. Matt Wagner was. And then there was not, a movie called, was wasn't, it, wasn't it Grendel My Grendel? Wasn't that a, the movie? That was I think Grendel was from Beowulf. No, I Beowulf. No I'm sorry, Beowulf. Beowulf. You're right. It's Beowulf. And yeah, and wasn't there a cartoon that was Beowulf from Grendel's point of view called Grendel My Grendel? I I don't know. This has, has nothing, nothing to do with the comic book character Grendel. Grendel. Yeah. I know. And also, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna look uh, it up though. Drop, also, uh, on pre-order is Howard Chaikin's American Flag, a book I actually love, and I never ever thought there would be an action figure of that character. Um. So I'm I'm pretty down with that. And then last and most exciting is Rocket Man from like the 30s. There were serials and a King of the Rocket Men was one of the features. And they had serials and everything else. If you saw the character, you would know instantly you've seen it somewhere before if you like any of that sort of oldie time stuff because if you like any sci-fi from the 30s or 40s there's no doubt he's in there in some fashion or other king of the rocket men was a feature there was a serial there's some other ones that he appeared in as well great character awesome awesome idea for a figure awesome idea for a figure and what's really good slash terrible about that particular one is they're doing heads for each of the actors that played the character. So, which is four, by the way. So you, so you literally have four uh, actor heads for the four guys that played, that ever wore this costume in a film or a serial, which is awesome because, I mean, how that is a deep cut, deep, 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 deep cut for a six inch action figure, especially coming with four heads. So there's that. Um, so yeah, I would rather save my, have my Big Bad Toy Store credit for stuff that I'm canceling out of my pile of loot to spend on those figures, which are never, very unlikely ever going to go on clearance unless they sit in Big Bad Toy Store for a year. They're not going to go on clearance. They're not even going to make that many of them. And they're expensive. They're not cheap. They're pricey. I think Grendel and American Flag, I think, are like 70 bucks each. And I think Rocketman might be 75 I think, for a six-inch figure. It's a lot of money. A lot. 75 for a six-inch? Jeez. What's that? $75 for a six-inch figure? Goodness gracious. Well, an independent six inch figure that definitely has some licensing involved multiple accessories multiple heads in this day and age 75 is a little high not very more in the 60-ish range would have been for for all the parameters that i said 60 would have been more like yeah that's about right 75 is a little much but you have licensing i'm sure with for that particular one so there you go. FOMO. 
FOMO is a heck of a thing. We can call the episode that. 744. FOMO. I think we've done that already. We have called it FOMO. How to solve FOMO. We can call it it MoFOMO. MoFOMO. Brilliant. All one word. Yep. M-O-F-O-M-O. Yep. There you go. All right, so I did. Uh, I did go to LA Comic Con this weekend. Yes, oh. I saw all the hobbits. Where's the stinger on the main? Where's, where's st- oh, you want the stinger? Oh, goodness gracious! Convention news producer. Your favorite. It's your favorite one. I think that's Boy, the favorite one. Just because you get a toy signed. Where is it? Convention news. Geek stuff. Convention news. Oh, that's not even mine. I didn't even make that one. That's one of the originals. That's a good one. I was going to say, you didn't do that one. Oh, you're, you're like... Geek stuff. Geek stuff. Convention news. Yeah. Just explosions and a robot echo of the voice, and that's what makes it good production? Yeah. It makes it different than Geek Stuff. Convention news. <sighs> cricket, cricket, cricket. Where's the excitement? Where's the panache? You spell panache? Where's the jazz hands? Can you spell panache? Can you spell panache? Call the GVM line. Can you spell panache? 330-2547. And the correct person who spells panache correctly will win nothing because it's the 21st century and you can look it up. Type it into your email. It'll have a little red underline on it and then correct it and then send it to our email. Geeks15G at gmail.com. There you go. Um... Anyway, LA Comic Con, I got there on Saturday. Um, we had three day passes, but we could only manage to get there for one day. But I did get to see all of the hobbits on the stage talking Ooh. about. You didn't get the photo? I did not get the photo. I, if, it, had, had you sent me a cardboard cutout of yourself, I would have stood there with the cardboard cutout of Kev and gotten the photo. But I didn't have the cardboard cutout, so I didn't get the. I think That's it was $395 photo. Find- Find a company who will do that, and I will have the photo taken. Okay, I, I think I think if you just have a photo, like a full body photo, I think you can have it made. But okay, I'll, I'll look I mean, into it. Well, I'm not making it, so somebody got to be able to make it. All right, all right. It. I, yeah, I, would I, you need? Would you want it to be to scale? <laughs> yes. If he's gonna, if he's gonna carry six foot five me around and get me in photo ops, a hundred percent, yes. It's got to be. I almost feel like it'd be funnier if we had like a pocket size Kev, like three feet tall. No, we could. No, we uh, could force it's perspective. Not it. Embarrassing. We could force perspective. It put it really close to the camera, and then everybody else gets back, and then it looks no. like it's the real size, no. and it's like it's no. like this tall. <laughs> the bit only works if he has to drag a six and a half foot cardboard cutout into a con with him. Yeah, and, and, and you know, for the bit, the I think it would be funny. But especially my, for the hobbits. my friend Kev, he couldn't be here today, so we send a cardboard cutout. I mean, yeah. Cardboard Kev. Cardboard Kev. Spelled with backwards case. You can add that funny. to the list, Dom. There you go. To all the other Kevs. Cardboard oh, so, I don't know, you know, the, the, the imitation All right, of cardboard just stop. Kev. I know what you're doing. The, just the, stop it. The Council of Kevs? I kind of, yeah. There's, no, there's not, many different you, versions you of Kev. Stop it. You stop it, Sandwich. It's inappropriate. You stop <laughs> We were in public. I was talking about the other Kevs. And you, that guy you, this, this, is, this is inappropriate. I'm this just talking. I didn't invoke them by name. I'm just talking about them. All right, good. Just talking about Kev. 
Um, no, there's any Kev. Certain Kevs. There's certain Kevs that have the innate ability. <laughs> oh, I, I won't go into it anymore. All right. Good. Um. So let's see. What do, what do we have? We had the we had the hobbits on the main stage, and then they were there for photo ops. We had uh, Matt Smith of House of Dragons, and of course uh, Doctor Who also on stage talking about some of his characters. Uh, you know, again, uh, the way that LA Comic Con is set up, they have a main stage in the center of the um, of the convention floor, so they kind of put their biggest guests there. So the good news about that is you don't have to go sit and wait to get into a panel. The bad news is you know you kind of end up kind of standing on the convention floor watching the 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 biggest names um and then there were other panels but i didn't get really get a chance to go to many of the other panels um so so yeah so so matt smith the hobbits were there the um uh the guys from napoleon dynamite right napoleon uh uncle rico and um pedro were there you could get the photo op with all of them there was uh Couple of couple of the, we- the Weasley brothers, Fred and George, and uh, oh. Ginny were there. You could have gotten a picture with Fred, George, and Ginny Weasley. New mom, Ginny. Yeah. So I think she just had a baby. Yeah. And, oh, and then and then and I didn't get Bonnie, the... Bonnie, Bonnie, something, right? Is yeah. that her name? Yeah, Bonnie I think Bonnie? so. South or something like it. So it doesn't start with an S. But, I honestly don't remember. I yeah. know her first name is Bonnie. That's it. And then I didn't get the signature, I didn't get the photo op, um, but I did walk by. At the end of one of the aisles, looking rather sad and lonely, was the Honky Tonk Man yeah. from WWF yeah, Why didn't fame. you go and do that one? I, you just, need a recorder, because we could have had a Honky Tonk Man drop on this show. That would have been awesome. I, oh, I, I could have recorded it on my phone. I have a little microphone. but uh, you got to start doing those. I do. I do. Well, you got you to teach me the skills. The you gotta, yeah, you got to teach me the skills to walk up to a random celebrity and go, hey, can you record a, something for my podcast? Yeah, that, hey. that's, that's, that's exactly how you, you got to use it. the exact accent, too. Excuse me, sir. Hey, could you record something for my Excuse podcast? Excuse me. Excuse me. My, my friends and I play podcasts on the weekends, and I would hope that you could put your name on this and say that you you like to listen to it. That's not what we tell them. That's exactly what you don't tell them. How do you do it? You've got... Many, many an ID. I'll send it to you. It's basically like, hey, this is fill in the blank from fill in the blank. And you're listening to Geek Stuff TNG. That's it. And then we fancy edit it, you know, or edit a bunch together. You know what you should use? Use the Warriors one today. Oh, I was going to, you know, it's funny. That took me two years to get all of those. And I still don't, I'm still missing james remar and what's his name with the bottles on his hands i forget that character i'm still missing those two guys and and some of the other ones are dead yeah never gonna get them never no no i got them but what i mean is that like the guy that played cyrus is dead but he's in our promo Ah, so james remar and the the other guy i forget his name played luther in 48 hours don't remember his name Damn, Luther, that looks like it hurt. I'm sorry, Luther, when you slammed into that car door, it looked really painful. You know, they're, they're making a Beverly Hills Cop 4, by the way. I think it's done. Is I it think done? principal photography is done, I think. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, I know it's being made, though. 
I'm telling you, it seemed to me that he was just kind of closing out his franchises. Like he closed out coming to America and he was, and he's doing the, you know, the, the Beverly Hills cop. And then supposedly he was going to do, I don't know that he isn't, but supposedly he was going to do another stand-up movie like raw, you know, like theatrical stand-up movie. And I haven't heard anything about that in a while, but like that, I kind of got the impression he was kind of like, you know, saying goodbye and then just finishing all those things up and being like, okay, I'm done. I'm retired now. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I didn't see the, the coming to America continuation. Was it, was it worth it? Did you, did no, you see it? It, it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, it's too bad. Yeah. Which is what I fear about uh, Beverly Hills Cop 4. Because 3 was a disaster. We got, what, is Judge Reinhold going to be, going to still be in it? What about, the, what about I mean, the other guy? He's alive. Well, yeah, what's, I was going to say, is the, I know Judge Reinhold's got to be still alive, but Taggart's what about the other guy? Taggart's dead. The guy played Taggart's dead. Okay. I, is Ron, what's his name? Is he still alive? Wait, did his character die in the movie? I can't remember. The guy who played like the lieutenant. I mean, remember that shit, name. it's been 40 years. He's got to be, I mean, none of these I guys mean, should still be on the force. They should, cops retire at 50. How old is Eddie Murphy? I can't remember what his name Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox. I don't know if he's alive or not. American I, if, I imagine if he is alive, he'll be in the movie. And I, I oh, don't yeah. remember, for the life of me, I can't remember who played Taggart. He was the dad in some kind of wonderful, also that I know. Yeah, Ronnie Cox is eighty-five years old, but I think he is still alive. He, he's still alive. They'll yeah. visit him in the home. It'll be a scene. Oh, because he was also the, the the head of of OCP in RoboCop. Yes. Right? Yeah. Bad guy in that movie. Good guy in Beverly Hills Cops. I can't remember Taggart. I can't remember the actor's name. I can't look it up because every device I own is bringing you this program. Even my devices that don't work bring you this program at least part of the time. Do you think Bronson Pinchot's character is going to be in it? With a nice it could be. He turned up in the third one. He did? Oh, I, it's, I don't even remember the third one. Bronson Pinchot? Wait, was he? No, he was I was about to say, I thought he was at Chiller this year, but he wasn't. The other guy was. I mean, the other guy was in She-Hulk. Yeah. He played She Holds Dad. Yeah. He was also in my favorite year. One of my favorite movies. Did, did you get so, did you get a an autograph from him uh for that? A couple of years ago, yeah. And we did he we did an interview with him. I'm sure we played it on the show. Why can't I remember his name now? I can't remember his name. Then introducing blah, I can't remember. Nice guy, really great guy, wonderful anecdotes about uh Peter O'Toole. All right, anything else for this program before we bring it to a close so that I can go miss sandwich on Fortnite? Oh, I think we got a good good thing. What what do you want to throw in there, sandwich? What else you got? I want to say nothing. this, sandwich, sandwich. If you pop on right after the show and do that train thing with me, that would be awesome. That they that, that and they now have a train, Scott, that runs throughout the board. And they have like a particular game like mode where it's 
where you like have to like be on the train and like be in possession of the train or defend the train or some such thing. It looks amazing. They also have, did you see this sandwich? Did you see Octo game? No, it's squid game. It's squid game in Fortnite. They put Legos in Fortnite too. They did. Yeah, they did also. I haven't, I haven't checked that out. Now, I haven't checked out Octo Game either, but I'm I may. Oh, right I guess I want to briefly mention. I want to mention during the show at some point. They put out a trailer for the Fallout TV show. Looks god awful. Oh, it's not good. Not excited. God, I really want to. Be, I want to be excited about that because it I looks, really like that aesthetic. It doesn't look that. It looks like a knockoff Mad Max, which also had the Furiosa trailer. Also came out. Which, Which I did really not. Good. You like? I didn't like it that much, but maybe I got to give it another watch. I didn't like it initially for some reason. I don't know what you felt. I I'm, I don't like it. It's ten years too late. This might be my major beef with it. I mean, what yeah. I don't like about it, what I well, it's a prequel, so it's never late. But what I don't like about it is the fact that it's George Miller and he didn't just do another, a uh, uh, another Road Warrior movie, another Mad Max movie, and and more upsetting. That he didn't do it with Mel Gibson. If ever there was a time where you could convince Mel Gibson to do another Mad Max movie, it's now. Yes. You know, his credibility is that, you know, is that a low? What is he getting these little side little nothing movies that, you know, it, uh, 20 years ago, they would have been known as direct to DVD. You know, that's basically the movies he's doing now. Now it's but, Netflix original. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. But but you know, like, yeah, and not and it's a Netflix original that you have to go all the way to the end of the category, yeah, to see. And the reason you're even looking at it at all is like, oh my god, is that Mel Gibson? He still works, you know, like that. But him doing a George Miller Road Warrior movie, Mad Max movie now, would be probably huge. Yes, huge. Yes, huge. huge. Last time we throw out just because there's a bunch of trailers. There was that Godzilla versus Kong trailer. Looked dope. I also heard speaking of Godzilla that the new Godzilla minus one movie if is you can from... see it. It's fucking amazing from what yeah, I Yeah, that's what they say. They're what... saying Godzilla minus one is phenomenal. What what's the minus one mean? I mean, I don't I don't know. I don't I know. It's, I, I, it's, I think it's just like a cool sounding name. I don't think it really relates to anything. It fucking it's a really cool movie from what I like a really really good Godzilla movie that it's basically it's, like, it's a remake uh I think I may be wrong about this it, I think it's the start of a new series of gods of Japanese Godzilla movies so in other words it's, this a, movie, it's like, a World War Two and everything this this movie is yeah it's right after World War Two and everything oh okay well then I'll reiterate I think it's the start of a new series of Japanese Godzilla movies where this is like the first one, like the one with Raymond Burr, Scott. Right. God so, knows who Raymond Burr is. So does that mean so, that they're going to move on to, to Mothra and Gamera and it depends. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to remake. I, I think the difference here is perhaps they will be connected because that's a thing now that wasn't a thing in the 60s the 50s and 60s where it wasn't like okay well this movie ended and now the sequel is coming it was just okay here this was the godzilla movie and now it's godzilla versus this other monster and everyone kind of remembers godzilla but there's not like 
panic in the streets because the last time he was around, he trashed the place. Yeah. They weren't really sequels. They were more like other stories, but not like they didn't rely on the previous ones with a couple of exceptions. It, but it was like yeah. alternate universes all at the same time. Yeah. So I would almost consider this a new Japanese Godzilla universe. Yeah. Which is not related to the American Kong Godzilla movies. And it's that, not and even related to the old Godzilla, Toho Godzilla movies and all that. Not related to any of that. But then that show Monarch, the show Monarch is related to the Kong Godzilla yes. movies, yes. right? And that, that's, people are liking that too, right? Yeah. Yes. And one of the reasons is, I don't know that we might, we might have mentioned this last week, but that Kurt Russell and Wyatt Russell, his son, are playing the same character yeah. decades apart, which, which I think is awesome. a really smart idea. They have this great scene I saw. Of like Kurt driving, and then oh fuck, what's the son's name? I just plugged on the son's name. Wyatt. 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 So Kurt's driving, and they have a great shot where they keep like the same face, and it becomes like a scene with Wyatt as the same character. Yeah, it looks yeah. like I know the father and son, but like it looks like you know what I mean. Like holy shit, yeah, they do look the fucking same, and it makes sense that they're playing the same character because he looks like a young version of his. Like he, like it's ridiculous. So is that going to lead us into? Uh... Before Escape from New York with young the young Snake Bliskin files? No, nope. he said I he'll never do Wyatt yeah. Russell said he would never play Snake Bliskin. <laughs> okay. Wyatt Russell said he would never play Snake Bliskin is his dad's character. He would never play it. I only imagine they must have someone must have approached him and said, Hey, let's do a Snake Bliskin prequel. Yeah. And I, because he, and he said it more than once. He goes, no, I will never play that character. So I think he's bullshit because I think if his dad was like, go ahead and do it. And they gave him enough money, quite sure he would do it. But I, as, as of everything that I've heard, he doesn't, he has no interest in it, which is a damn shame because like a prequel to Escape from New York, like, which is, which is like the war. And we find out what happened to him during the war, how he loses the eye, how he gains the reputation. All that stuff would be really, really interesting character building. I think it would be really, really cool. I think and what other uh, cities could we did. could we escape from in the in the war? Like escape from Chicago or I don't Detroit. know. Like, you know, do they have to go escape the war? Escape, you know, like uh, like invasion of they could know. call it they could call it Snake Pliskin. Yeah, they don't have to Snake. call it. Or Pliskin. Yeah. yeah, or just Pliskin. Yeah, I mean, they don't have to call it Escape from anything, you know? They could call it Young Snake Pliskin. They wouldn't. But, you know, like, that, like you, you know, I, I get where you're going, but I don't think you have to do that. And I think yeah. it would be a huge movie for, for nerds, especially. Yeah. Huge. I think the reason they won't, honestly, is that Escape from L.A. was such a bomb. Oh, it's trash. I love it, but I love the character of Snake Plissken, and I can look past some stupid shit because it was just another opportunity. Some stupid shit? A lot of stupid shit. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right, All right, so we'll close this beast out. Oh, I was just going to look at that, what, what other, I was just going to look at what other movies we could, uh, we could put them in and make them the young, you know, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, Young Jack Burton. Young Jack Burton Chronicles. I mean, I, I'm all over that too. Uh, you can do a, an MCU uh, ego. Uh, yeah, ego's, ego. No. Ego fucks e his way across the universe. No. 
ego e- ego galactic bachelor young tango and cash no no that'd be I, i'd like him i like them you gotta get a young cash used cars i have a, used cars the early years when he when he's a when he's a, a young uh used cars when he's just a young car salesman you know just getting his start <laughs> I'm just going back. Uh, what is it? The uh, it really, really isn't. Is it? Uh, you know, like they—they've already done a prequel to Thing, oh, without did? his character, and his character is interesting because of the stuff that goes on in that movie. There's nothing about him that you're like, oh, I wonder what this guy was like before. You did know, like say, there's nothing about it. I might be losing my mind. Did they ever say when he got got? Was there ever like a time frame when they established that? Where he thing? got what? Then he, he he became the the thing, right? That's that that's not that's uh, speculation. You can't prove that. You don't know. It is ambiguous ending. Oh, I was so sure he was. That's what I was. Because I feel like when I walked, oh no, he totally is. <laughs> the computer no, no. still wore tennis shoes. No, no. All right, all right. I'm done. Okay, we can we can bring it to a close. I'm the sorry. The computer, the, please. It was a punch card computer. Like even then, <laughs> like the punch the punch card wore uh sandals yeah. you know <laughs> the punch card wore loafers you know that would be a prequel all right okay we, we can bring it to well, let's social, social media, media. Come on, social media is, yeah I, I forgot i forgot you get uh, into my playing time here yeah now. be sure and follow the show on all the social medias right facebook twitter x threads instagram all those kind of things if you want to uh possibly hear your voice on a future episode of the show call the gvm line 201-730-2547, right? <laughs> wow. Oh, sandwich wow. glitched. Sandwich glitched. Sandwich had a And uh, I tried you, to not do my cadence. Just sort of you, you, can, you can find me on uh, as, as Pi Day Scott on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram. And if what about you, Sandwich? I find you better if they can see your face because you're leaning to the right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get a, I'll get a ring light for next time. I, it's a dog. Yeah. I see him. He's so small. Little dog. Hey, he or she? It's a he. His name is Hercules. It's a bad, it's a bad idea. With it's a great idea. Can we end this program, please? You can find can me on... We're Geeks of TNG everywhere. He did say that. He did himself. You can find me on Instagram at Fat Dumbledore, F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E. Mr. Kev, where can they find you? Uh, Big Kev GS on the Lonely Xbox Nation and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else, I think. Yes. You got a mumbling asshole to play with on Xbox. That's not funny. That's not funny because that's that's what I have. And and I would much rather just once, even once a month, I would play with you. I'd be I'd be ecstatic. Just saying. All right, you done with your dog over there? Can we end the show now? You gotta, you gotta say that. That's that's your job, bud. And we shut up, shush. And with that, we will end this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode seven hundred and forty-four, the one we're calling Mofomo. The way we end some shows by saying, "Good night, Robert Butler." Wherever you are. And on that note, 
we cue the music. Good job, guys. Uh, let's just not come in tomorrow. Let's just take a day. <laughs> <laughs>